0: Wessex LMC's supporting you and your practice.
1: Welcome everybody. Um, Welcome to this afternoon's Practice Manager webinar. We've got a slightly different lineup from the LMC this afternoon. So um, Louise is taking a very well-earned holiday. So Joe is very ably and very kindly supporting us on the technical side. And uh, I'm pleased to say that Ed has joined us this afternoon as well. One of our medical directors, Ed Rendell, but uh, Dawn, Michelle and I um, are just covering the usual key areas. So we've got quite a bit to cover today um, and some sort of potentially breaking news around flu and COVID. So I'm going to pass over to Dawn on the first item. Dawn, I think you're just going to give us an update on what we know so far.
0: Thanks, Dawn. Yes, thanks, Lisa. Hello, everybody. In true NHS uh, e-style, we've been made aware that there are some significant changes and and opportunities, they say, um, to the COVID and flu programme. We are aware there is a system letter due to be published imminently, we're told also today, um, and that will have all the details of the changes to timelines and funding. It is predominantly, I believe, around the COVID-19 programme, but also touches upon the flu programme. Um, There is a webinar they're putting on tonight at 5.30 if anyone would like to register. I appreciate it's extremely short notice that that's NHS England's short notice, not ours, by the way. Um, And the joining instructions do say that uh, you need to register by two o'clock today to receive the joining link. Um, I can put that and I will put that in the in a minute in the chat bar, so that if you would like to jump on and uh, listen to that webinar tonight, you can do so. Um, I I guess it's going to be all about the letter. Um, Details of that letter, I'm afraid we can't... uh, Uh, give you, because we actually don't have them, other than to say um, the COVID-19 variant, the new variant, uh, BA 2.86 it is, they're calling it, um, for tracking and assessment purposes, um, NHS England would like to uh, bring forward the COVID-19 programme and are going to look to start that programme a lot earlier than they previously said, um, and also align that again with the flu programme. Um, I appreciate we're only telling you half a story. We don't know the full story. Um, But just to give you the heads up, they are looking. I'm sorry to change dates. There is some funding that's going to be attached to these changes, Um, whether you decide to sign up or not. Obviously, again, is entirely up to you guys. Um, A little bit last minute dot com. I think it probably might be but uh, anyway details are imminent uh, and I will just add that link I'm just copying it now to add to the chat bar if anybody doesn't manage to uh, register in time I'm not sure if I'm really allowed to do this but I have registered I will get the link if anyone wants it I can't see why I can't share it so please get in touch and I will do that if you need it or want it and that's all we really know for now I'm afraid Lisa I wish I could tell you more Okay. Thanks, Dawn. I think that's really helpful. Um, just to say, I think
1: uh, certainly Hampshire and of White ran uh, a session last night. So, people may, some of you may have been on that. Um, so, you might have got a little bit of a feel for some of the plans. I'm not sure what's happened across in Dorset and BSW yet by way of comms, possibly not a huge amount. Um, Ed, I know you've got a, a, a Mentimeter um, survey to do. Did you want to run that now or did you want yep. to waste a while? And
2: well, then, I think we'll put it on there if that's okay. It's just, A, you want to try the technology. We've used it in uh, other um, um, talks and other things like that. So um, it'd be useful to see if we can use this to uh, just get some opinions from things. And um, B, we can just set it running if that's okay. So I think already in the chat, unless I'm wrong, Michelle, is is a, a link you can just click on. It'd be easier. But it, it's really not that difficult. You get a mo- mobile phone out and just put um, menti.com and put their code uh, you can see on the top of the page on there. Um, hopefully we'll get some results we can share in, in real time. It, it depends how it all sort of works. But um, uh, there we go. It's starting to come in. So it's uh, we're just saying, if those are joining a little bit later, there's been a likely, well, there's a webinar we know at 5.30 today, likely new information um, about, about this um, within the webinar um, intro, suggesting slightly more money um and a, a tighter time scale so we're just we're just keen to get um a flavor of opinions we'll leave this running perhaps in the background um in a minute we're just going to also going to try a word cloud if you want to express how you feel about it all because i think it would be helpful for um people to hear because i think uh, there's a fair bit of frustration around with uh, how it's suddenly been changed i think the only other comment i'm going to make is um just the interesting um uh interesting that a number of PCNs chose to decline this. So we, we it's variable in different areas, but we know there wasn't a great uptake of what the financial offer was before. And it's interesting that that has changed. Uh, maybe coincidental, there's a completely new thing that's suddenly changed and everyone's decided it clinically it needs to change, but it, it is quite an interesting aspect. And I think we'd encourage that as an LMC So to, to make um, financial decisions that make sense to you um, and not accept always what's, uh, what's offered. Um, that got those uh, running through. I'm very happy to um, be guided by you, so We can either sort of say that's enough and we've got a, a bit of a spread and move on to the word cloud or um, come back to the word cloud later.
1: I think, um, I think that gives us a really good sort of just a first indication. If anybody wants to add that over the next sort of minute or so, that would be great, wouldn't it? But I think that gives us just a bit of a, a straw poll. So that's quite helpful to, to see. So should we move on to the word cloud?
2: Yep. So the next one should... Um, should come up and uh i think you tend to work better with one word is sort of uh um and i think it's slightly a risk sort of saying how do you it's frustrated but i think you know sometimes it's helpful for us to hear this and then we can um take this into meetings and and explain because i think there's a, a a large degree of frustration about sort of late information please move clinics now it needs to be early here's a bit more money it, it's very frustrating and sort of just not understanding uh, the impact on on general practice and uh how much um how much this uh, this takes so we're we're um we're very aware you're not saying that Asas, you're uh, <laughs> you're um you're um sort of uh saying how you feel about this situation which is really helpful and uh um thank you that's uh you know you can see the uh the word card forming which uh, i think uh echoes the thoughts we've had in the uh in the office. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. I think it says it all. And I just wanted to add a couple of things. I think uh, we were talking as a team this morning about some of this and um, we thought perhaps it might be appropriate for us in LMC to write to the national lead and express uh, on behalf of our practices some of the feelings that people are feeling so I think this is really powerful we might share the word cloud I think it's it's really powerful and there are well over 55 of you on the call today so I think that's quite representative um, of some of the practice managers in the area so um, that's something we would like to do just to say that this does you know it's hugely frustrating and just impossible from an operational point of view to, to be faced with at such last minute. Um, the other thing I just wanted to add was that obviously we would be aiming to get our newsletter out. Uh, we normally do that on a weekly basis. If we do get more information, it's likely we'll put it into the newsletter as soon as we can. I'm anticipating that we will probably get something from the BMA. So if they do um, issue a press release or a comment, we'll include that so you can get a view from the BMA as well. Um, so just watch the space. We'll send out more information when we have it, really. Um,
2: can I just come so, in with two um, bits in the work, hardly. So, again, so yeah, just pick out.
1: Um,
2: you can make it up. I think that was mentioned uh, earlier in the office. So, uh, just echoing that one. I think the one I really want to pick out is undervalued because I think we, we just want to say we get that. I think, you know, there's frustration, anger, and disorganized. But I, I think that is the bit that really is um, sort of gets you on a personal level that sort of undervalued feel of all the, the work, particularly practice managers do around this and sorting out. Um, you know, working in PCA and clusters and working out exactly where clinics will be and moving staff around and trying to get patients in. It's just, it's the frustration, but it's also the sort of respect with that as well. So that's really helpful to see. And we've picked that up. Okay. Thank I'll stop square at sharing the screen, but I think if you haven't replied yet, you can still do it. And I think they, it logs in the background and we'll be able to sort of save a, a record of that. Thank you. Great.
1: Um, thank you. And I'm just conscious for the purposes of we we are recording this as usual, so we will publish this probably tomorrow. Um, Joe, will we'll be able to publish the word cloud alongside it? So I'm just conscious of those who are listening later haven't can't got to see it as such. Yeah, I'll we'll make be able sure to make that's that available. Like, yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much. Okay, so I'm just going to move us on to some of the other core items we wanted to cover today. As always, if you have any questions, just pop them in the Q&A and we'll try and pick them up during the webinar. Um, So I think the next couple of items were down for me to cover. Um, The first one was just uh, to mention that the GMS PMS contract and uh, contract variations have been published, reflecting the changes to the regulations made in May of this year. Um, I'll put those, that link in the chat shortly. Um, as usual, we've updated our, our webpage, or rather Dawn has, so you can find the details on our regulations page on our website as well. Um, and you'll, you'll no doubt be familiar with what those areas covered. So it's, for instance, areas such as the cloud-based telephony, um, the, the patient access around patients being offered a, an appointment advice or signposted, signposted, Um, according to the patient's needs and where possible their preferences and it also covered um, the online access targets. Um, So on to that because we thought it was quite timely I know we've also covered it before but we just thought it might be worth a mention again whilst we're talking about online access to GP GP records um, a reminder that um, The contract requirement is that uh, practices are contractually required to provide online access to new record information by 31st of October, unless any exceptions apply. Please remember, there'll be no central automatic switch on. I think you'll all be familiar with this now already, but just to remind you, practices need to enable access by opting into the last um, remaining opt-enablement date for EMIS or following the self-enablement process for TPP. Um, so the EMIS rollout, uh, EMIS practices can bulk enable their patients before the 31st of October by requesting their systems are updated, but you need, do need to complete the opt-in form by Tuesday, the 19th of September, um, and then the national team will provide you with a date. Um, if you decide not to do that and not to opt in as an EMIS practice, um, then The practice will need to individually turn on prospective access to all patients in order to meet the contractual requirements. Um, That's an individual practice decision. It may be something that some have decided uh, to go with. And I think others are just feeling it's such a a huge volume of work that you're going with a switch on. Um, But please contact us if you've got any queries. Again, we're, we're sort of expecting the BMA to make a further statement about that. But we're just watching this space. Um, On that, hopefully a little bit of good news, um, which again, I think we did put into the newsletter, but we thought was worth mentioning today as well. Transferring patient records via GP to GP with restrictions. Um, a new solution as part of the gp to gp transfer process has been developed and will mean that transferred patient records will now include restrictions put in place by the previous practice. So, this should allow the receiving practice to identify and review any restrictions which prevent patients from accessing all or part of their record via the NHS app or an online account. Um, So, we understand that system suppliers and practice representatives have been consulted on the solution, which is expected to be in place by the autumn, Um, and that should help the process of online access. Um, As soon as we get a bit more information, we will let you know in terms of the timetable for that, Um, but those were just a couple of quick reminders, Um, which brings me to move back to Dawn. Dawn, I think
3: you've got an update. Sorry, can I just, yeah. uh, sorry, I'm just, there's a couple can. of questions. Sorry, Lisa, that have just sorry, come I'm into going the, don't worry. Um, I just wondered, I think some of this might be coming out with the BMA guidance, but let's, um, uh, sh- should we just uh, have a look at them? So, uh, if we fill an EMIS, in the EMIS form, do we have a choice over our date? So, I think, and I'm going to look to, to both you and Dawn as well, because
1: you're um, much more expert than me but so I believe that um, we know the dates the, the couple of dates that they've got to meet by the end of October what we don't know um, is that whether there'll be any dates after the end of October I believe that's been raised by the BMA um, Dawn you smiling I don't know if you've got any more intel on that no so it's a I've, bit of an I've got them um,
2: I've, I've got something in front of me it says uh, 6th of September date deadline to book is 23rd of August and then 4th of October date deadline to book is 20th of September. Yeah, I think there is still. Um, I think even in the NHS England newsletter, they were acknowledging that a large number of practices have got the wrong setting, or have chosen not to do this. Uh, we've been here before with things, so I think. Uh, um, I, th- I think a fair number of practices have chosen to turn it on. I think if you're a practice who's choosing not to turn it on, there's probably likely to be something from the BMA. So last minute, there is a difference of opinion here about what the contractual requirement. I think that's one of the questions there and I think the BMA are contesting that uh, um, this is required contractually if that makes sense and there's specific words so I think we haven't we've seen a little bit of internal conversation from the BMA so I think if you're choosing not to at this point there probably will be something coming out from the BMA I think they're also going to push and say well look hang on a second you've just done made a big change with the COVID vaccine we would want you to extend the date again and it's worth remembering this has been something that's been having a certain date for a certain amount of time so it. it it is um it's a challenging topic. Um so we only don't have, only have so much information. So if your practice is turned on, don't have to do anything. If your practice is not turned on and, and the sort of emiss, it's it's uh, really a practice choice if you want to um, book one of the dates and uh to do that. But it there is con- there is um it, yeah, it, it is a matter of opinion around the contractual requirements, which you'll have to decide which you which way you want to look at it.
1: That's right. So I guess um, what we don't know is if there are any further enablement dates after the end of October, and of course that thirty first of October date is in the contracts. So um, question in the chat: Does allowing access by on a one by one per patient basis cover the contractual requirement? I think we anticipate that the BMA thinks that it does meet the contractual requirement. Um, bearing in mind that that deadline date from uh, the contract perspective is 31st of October. Uh, so I think, as Ed said, we have to watch this space. I think there are lots of conversations and negotiations going on nationally. I hope we'll hear fairly soon. As soon as we do hear anything, we'll send it out to you. Um,
2: I think, so- you, know, the, the, you know, looking at the detail, I, I think there's a BMA view that actually before the date has to come in, there isn't a contractual requirement, That's- if that makes sense. So. Yeah, they're saying that there's no contractual requirement until the date. And then it's nice that you miss the same tennis on. But until that date, you don't have to do anything. It's really confusing. Um, it really so th- it's a difficult one.
1: And, and given the workload around switching patients on individually, that's huge for practices. So, um, yes, no mean feat.
3: Um, OK, Michelle, I think you've got the next update for us. Okay, uh, thanks Lisa. So I'm going to talk a bit about this. I think this came out in the NHS digital email in relation to the new national data sharing agreement uh, for GP Connect. So this is the service that provides access for example, to COVID data and for the 111 service uh, for them to access your patient records. Um, we just wanted to highlight that there has been a new data sharing agreement that you need to be aware that this is available. We have spoken to our advisor um, and their view is that this is a national program and they don't see the need for individual data protection impact assessments, so DPIAs, as this has been done at various stages throughout this process. Um, it does make it easier for practice to safely share patient information for local direct care. Um, what we would always suggest is, we've obviously spoken to our advisor about it, but you may want to run this by your own data protection officers so your dPO um, there are some uh, actions that you need to take by the 18th of September and we'll put the link in with our uh, with the podcast so that you can see what those actions are but as we as we said we would always suggest you run this by your DPO uh, before you uh, before you undertake what's needed and I think I'm coming on to the next one as well uh, Lisa so I'll just Carry on. Uh, so we wanted just to highlight the general practice improvement programme that NHSC are running. And I think we've probably had this on our webinar before, but there's some deadlines coming up that you need to apply by, and we just wanted to highlight them for you. So the um, improvement program scheme there are four levels. So you've got the universal, the intermediate, the intensive, and the capability offer that's available. Um, in relation to the intensive and the intermediate uh, levels, there is a starting date hoped to be in October 2023. But there is a, a deadline for you to go in and uh, express an interest in those, and we'll pop the link into our into our uh, with our podcast. And there's also a PCN offer that uh, is available, which I believe. Is twelve sessions run over a six month period, and also for you to be aware of the there is quite a close deadline with this one um, as always, which is the uh, limited offer. uh, You can express an interest by the thirty first of August. So both of those will pop pop into the chat um, and uh, also with the podcast. And I think those were my two items, Lisa. Great, thanks, Michelle. And I think it's
1: back to Dawn for a couple more items.
0: Uh, Yeah, lovely. Thanks, Lisa. Um, Yes, we've been asked by a few practices about the uh, the kind of new register with a GP uh, surgery service that NHS Digital um, have put together. And this basically allows practices to um, set up a system where uh, patients can basically uh, register with the practice online. And it it kind of takes the whole process of someone coming in with a piece of paper into the practice uh, away. Um, now, obviously, I know people, um, first of all, are going to say, well, what about the boundaries and what about if we can't register them or for whatever reason need to check something before we register them? Um, they have kind of dealt with all of that um, and have been running pilots. Um, and we've been in touch with the programme lead um, and uh, they've very kindly shared with us some of the practices that have already um Uh, set up this service in their practice Um, and, you know, very happy uh, to to put people in touch if you need to understand about shared experiences and so on. Um, There is, uh, I'm I'm sure you know what I'm going to say, on future NHS platform, um, I sound like an advocate for their platform, I'm not, it's just a wealth of information, Um, but there is a platform um, channel there for the register with the GP service. And we could pop that in the chat bar as well or alongside the podcast if you want to have a look at it. Um, But the programme lead um, has come back to us um, very keen to be able to help any which way. Um, So we're gonna invite them to a a webinar um, coming shortly. Watch this space, as they say. Um, So if you had any questions um, about the service, wanted to consider using the service to help save some um, administration time, that's kind of what they're claiming it does on the tin. um, Then um, hopefully, We'll be able to bring that person to the webinar uh, in the not too distant future, um, and obviously we'll let you know about that as always. Um, we have got a patient registration webpage, which I'm sure many of you already know about, and on that webpage um, I have put a little bit of detail about this new uh, register with a GP surgery service. If you want to go and have a look on there. And there's just one more item, a uh, small item, just in case to make people aware. I'm sure most of you already do know about this. Um, but the HPV vaccination records that were um, previously uploaded to NHS via the Open Exeter, that has kind of all now ceased um, because there's a new cervical screening management system that I'm sure you and your practice nurses are aware of. Um, and there's no further requirement for general practice to manually upload HPV records um, to be made available on the new uh, CMS system, that's the cervical screening management system, because it is now an automated ex- extraction for the HPV records. Um, Open Exeter. Uh, will cease for upload of um, HPV records, or rather, did cease for those record uploads on the twenty-first of August. Um, but there will be a read-only access continuing until the thirty-first of December, just in case, uh, for whatever reason, your nurses, in particular, might want to go in and check some detail on their or your practice yourself. So, um, hopefully, that that's helpful for practices. Uh, maybe one little task less to do. Um, and I think that's all from me there, Lisa. Thank you. Lovely. Thank you, Dawn. A
1: couple of um, helpful comments in the chat. So uh, first comment, online registration doesn't integrate with system one. There's a cost to practices for the tool to make it work. Uh-huh. Um, second comment, the NHS registration form is a good service. We've been using it for around nine months. The only frustrating part is the lack of customization. And a further comment, there are Better fully automatic registration systems that require no human input at all, fully coded in into EMIS. Some interesting comments there, so perhaps uh, worth finding out a little bit more. So that's um, really helpful. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to check. I don't think we've got any other comments or questions outstanding, and I think that probably covers everything that we were going to speak about today. So. Um, Many thanks, everybody. Um, as I said, we will put the recording on the website probably tomorrow. Um, and as ever, if there's anything that you want us to cover, just let us know. Happy to try and secure speakers if, if you would find that useful. Um, but other than that, thank you very much. You've got a little bit of time back today. So thank you to everybody. Thank you to Joe, Michelle, Dawn and Ed. And see you next time in a couple of weeks. All right. Thank you.
0: Wessex LNSCs
3: supporting you and your practice.